Welcome back to the Career Tipper Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Beatty, professional development strategist. During episode two, the Create to Connect conversation continues with sandwich branding strategist, Anthony Biggie Bencomo. I'm going to call you Biggie. Welcome to the Career Tipper Podcast. Please tell listeners about yourself and the work that you do. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. It's great. It's been uh, many years we've known each other, which is uh, amazing. So it's uh, definitely thank you very much for the opportunity. So um, my name is Biggie, and I own a company called Deli Fresh Threads. Um, It's a clothing brand inspired by my love of sandwiches. And it's basically themed after sandwiches. So everything from the design to how I wrap the shirt, um, how it's packaged, it comes wrapped like a sandwich, packed like a sandwich. Um, It's kind of a mix of like your mom and your favorite sandwich shop packed you a sandwich, except it's me, Biggie. It's a fun brand. It makes you smile because you recognize if you see your favorite sandwich, like my favorite shirt is the PBJ shirt. Oh yeah. That's a classic. And I I wanted a classic design for it. And the cool thing is like how I wrap them, like, like sub shirts that are like sub themed, um, like a, you know, like a pub sub or Italian beef or anything like that. They're actually wrapped like a sub or a hoagie. Um, and then like a Cuban is wrapped like a Cuban and then everything else is wrapped kind of like your traditional where it actually looks like a sandwich. Uh, my favorite is when I sell at events, people see it on the counter on the table and they're like, don't you, shouldn't you be refrigerating those sandwiches or Hey, are you selling that sandwich? And I'm like, it's a shirt. I'm like, do you not see all the sandwich shirts behind me? Like it's a shirt. And they're like, Oh, I thought it was a sandwich. And I was like, I'm like, I, I'm doing something right. I'm like, are you hungry yet? Yeah. The whole, everything is just yeah. it's good. Thank it's you. Good. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about it more. So Tell us about your, like the genesis of your creative journey with Delhi Fresh Threads. So the reason I did it was because I have a corporate, um, I do have a corporate job. Um, I've been there for about 17 years and I just told my wife, I was like, Hey, listen, I'm like, I studied marketing, um, but my job wasn't marketing. Um, and so the other part was it's very process driven. And it just was like, I was missing a creative side to me. So I kind of told my wife, I said, Hey, I really need to do something that um, I just feel like everything's great, but I'm dying every day. I die a little bit that I don't get to use my creative side. And so she asked me, she's like, well, you know, the traditional question, if you won the lotto, what you, what would you do? And I just said, well, if I won the lotto, I'd probably open a sandwich shop or do something sandwich related. And she's like, okay. She's like, well, do you want to open a sandwich shop or do a pop-up? And I was like, no, I was like, but I do love t-shirts. Um, and I love all that stuff. I love wearing all the t-shirts that we live in Florida. So I said, why don't I sandwich both those ideas together of actually sandwiches and t-shirts? No one else was doing anything. Food is a huge topic. Everyone loves food. Um, and a sandwich, I think is a thing that a lot of, I call it the king of meals because you can have it for breakfast, lunch, dinner, or dessert. So, um, I just kind of went, when I hit that, my, I told my wife, I said, I promise we won't go bankrupt. And, I go, and at the same time, I said, I think this is something that I can do while I could still work uh, and still, you know, support our family and do the, you know, do corporate life, but I could do this on the side is a little bit different than owning a restaurant. Restaurant life is, God bless them with the restaurant life. And that's one reason why I wanted you to be on the podcast, because there are a lot of nine to fivers 
I'm a nine to fiver, you're a nine to fiver. Yep. And we're pushing our dreams. We're being creative. And what where does that lead you? And some are like, I got this. I'm going all the way in. And some are on the fence, like, I think I wanna, I think I yep. wanna try it. So one thing about your story and your journey is that you're making it happen. And yeah. I really want people to know more about that about you, like your mindset. How do you keep yourself going? One thing I said in um, another series I had, which was my skill three chart series, one theme for once for season three was keep your stride. So how do you keep your stride with all of that? So for me, for me, a lot of it is, so first off, like you always have your moments. I've, I've come to the conclusion that we are obviously our worst um, we are our worst enemy sometimes, and we are able to talk to ourselves, talk ourselves out of anything. Um, so for me, a lot of times I will tell you that, um, when I do finally take the moment to cheer or cheer on and celebrate the little victories, I do, I do always remember and then give myself like the pat on the back saying, well, I'm glad you didn't always just talk about it. You actually did something about it. So that's definitely one aspect of it that I definitely think that is very important. I tell, I tell a lot of small businesses, um, I sometimes need to practice what I preach and I, I, I am usually pretty good at it, but I tell people, even when you're starting out, get like a little note card or a little something and write them down, write down like all the little victories that you've done. You tend to forget during the course of a year, all the things that you've accomplished and do. Um, because you only remember what's in the short term. You don't remember the journey that you did behind, like you, you know what I mean? Like if you run a marathon, you don't remember the end, the end, the beginning of it. You only remember the end crossing the finish line or whatever you did. You don't remember all the journey that you did before. And so I tell people that's kind of how you have to look at it. You have to look at it in the sense that, um, progress over perfection, you know, if it's never going to be perfect. So like, if you're listening to this and you have a thought in your mind that you want to do something, regardless of what it is, whether it's, I want to lose weight, I want to be, I want to do more baking, or I want to start a business, then just, you know, do it, stop, stop talking about it, do it. And, and for me, I hung up on like something, something as trivial as my name. My name is Deli Fresh Threads. I mean, how it's how generic and obvious is it? I didn't want to use the word fresh because everyone was using the word fresh. But at the end of the day, like it's exactly what my brand is. It took me six months to figure that name out. I was trying to figure out everything, but I didn't let it hang me up. And that was the key because what happens is sometimes we get hung up or we have the analysis of paralysis. You know what I mean? Like where we start overthinking everything. So for me, what I did was, I started when I first started and I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I had a feel of what it was, but I didn't know what it was. I started creating, like doing my research, like, okay, what shirts am I going to do? Like if I do shirts, what are some ideas or thoughts of it? So what I did was I created like note sections on my phone and anywhere else. And I just literally, I made myself say, I'm going to work towards this every day. Every day I'm going to put some time into making my brand into something. It took me, when people ask me like, well, how quickly did you do it? I probably would say it probably took eight months, but by the time I, before I even had, you know, even had shirts or anything like that, because I had to do websites, I had to do all these things, but I thought of everything from like, what are my blog posts going to be? I want to write, I want to know about 50 different topics. I wanted people to, when they knew or heard me or looked at my brand, they knew this guy's obsessed with sandwiches. This guy loves sandwiches. And that's what I wanted. So I even, I even started posting content 
like on social media i created i was like i think i know in the name i just kind of like did something i was like something sandwiches i think i did something generic at first and i literally would just post constant anything i could find anything funny sandwich related anything fun i, I was like i just wanted to share the word or spread the word about it um and then as when i finally created the name then i changed it over to you know, Deli Fresh Threads. And then once I started creating product, I then obviously it evolved to then starting adding product and still kind of mixing in some of the funny things like, hey, I found this weird, uh, I don't know, I found this weird meme of a Batman that looks like a sandwich or or whatever. And like, I started doing that. Um, so I definitely think that, can it be done? Yes. I know a lot of people have the whole idea of like, oh, you gotta be, I wanna be an entrepreneur. Like, listen, it, you don't do clothing brands to be rich. Like you just don't, it just, that doesn't happen. You do it because you have a desire for it and you're excited about it. For me, that's what I wanted. It's something that I enjoy doing. And you really just have to figure out what is it that I want to do that makes me happy. And at the same time, something that I'm willing to go the distance with, because you're not going to get over. It's not an overnight success thing. It's, it just doesn't happen that way. Um, and so for me, that's what kind of motivates me is that keeping, remembering the little things, um, at the end of every year, I kind of sit, I tend to sit down and read all the little things that I accomplished. And then you're kind of, and sometimes I even tell people like, man, when you're having those crappy days where you need to have like a, you're like a few months in or whatever, you have a crappy day. And you're, or sometimes when I have like those moments where I'm like, man, what am I doing? Cause you're always going to have that moment. Like, why am I doing this? This is so freaking stupid. You know what I mean? Like you think that way. Then all of a sudden you get like a random text from someone or a random message from someone. And that's because that's the universe. Okay. That is the universe talking to you, telling you, or if not, guess what? I make the universe talk to me. I go back to all the things that I accomplished and I like look at that paper and kind of look at it again. And then it brings me back. Then it brings you back to, man, you did do this. Why are you quitting? Like, you're going to just pick yourself up and let's go, you know, like brush that sandwich off and maybe five second rule and take a bite. But I'm like, you go, you gotta, you gotta keep going. There's power in consistency and you have been consistent since I've encountered your brand. You're, you just, you are consistent. What fuels the consistency? So I've been doing this for eight years now. And I'm definitely going to tell you there's certain times where it just gets very difficult to do. But I, for me, consistency is the fact that um, you need to figure out what it is and how you're going to do it. Don't overextend yourself. You don't need to be. And I know like a lot of people are like, well, you got to be on this, this, this platform and this platform. Figure out the platform that your that your customers figure out the platform that your customers are enjoy you the most and that you enjoy interacting with your customers or your, you know, your your your, your tribe, your community, whatever, whichever one is the one that you feel that you get the most satisfaction from not talking about likes. I'm talking about like people commenting and stuff like that, then stick to those things. I've tried, I've, I try to use them. Um, I will say in order to stay consistent, I, a lot of times I try to figure out maybe my mindset wise, I try to figure out like, okay, these are the things I need to post. Um, or I want to post. I never want to be like on my deli fresh threads, Instagram. I try not to be I try, I try to, I try not to be the person that just says, Hey, look at my clothes, buy my clothes. So a lot of times, a lot of times what I tend to do is I'll look at, um, national, what national day it is. Like, I'll look what, like, what's the national day. Cause there's always a day of something. And then I use that to help me provide something. And sometimes it's just me saying a message. Like I think yesterday was, or one of the days I, that one recently was like, do a, do a good deed or to be good to others. And I was like, well, geez, like that's like an easy message that we tend to forget. And so I kind of was like, I'll use that. And so like every, every I look pretty much every day to see what it is 
that I can use. Yes. Can you create content and do batch content? Yes, you can. But I have a life. I have a family. I have kids. I, you know, I have, I have a full-time job and I'm a, you know, as a parent, you're Uber driver everywhere. So like, I don't have time sometimes to do those batch things, but if I can, I do try to do that. But the key is literally just get post something, just get out of your head of like, Hey, it's not perfect. Even if you just leave a 15 second quick video on, on, a, on the sto- a story or just tell people like, hey, you're wonderful and give them like a, you know, tell people, even if you just do that, do a quick message where it's you people seeing you and you're telling people, hey, I see you out there. I appreciate you. I don't know if you need to hear this, you know, but you're great. And I mean, it means so much to me, all the support you give me, even if you do that once in a while on your post. People will get that. I mean, just just get out of your head about what do I look good? I don't sound good. Forget that. Just do it. Do to get the content out there. Let people see your face because guess what? They're not doing it. So you should be proud of yourself because you're already one step ahead of them. You're doing it and you just got to be consistent and say the people want to see this, whether it's like the three people that only like you or the only three people that are listening to you. Guess what? Those people appreciate it. So just be consistent. Now, do it for yourself and for them. But you, please share with the listeners, you have been creative with how you share your brand, not just through the shirts, but you had your meetups, you you speaking at different events, like you're creative with how you get your message out and create the love for your sandwiches. Yeah, I do that because I want to create that community. So like I do, I did when I obviously before pandemic, I did this thing called sandwich eat up. Um, where the idea was I wanted to meet people, but the thing was, I, I also ate a lot of sandwiches. So a lot of times people were like, well, if you're a sandwich brand, where do you eat a sandwich at? So I got tired of answering and I just said, why don't you eat one with me? And so every month I did it for about 60 months. Um, every month I would go out and I would go to a different sandwich shop and I would then make an event during the week, usually like on a Tuesday or a Monday or a Tuesday, because that's when small businesses needed the help. They don't need help on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, I would do it on during the week and we would, I would pick different places around the city and I would promote them and I would do that. And the reason I did that was because I wanted people to realize the idea of supporting local. Like I wanted to practice what I preached. I have a shirt that says support your local sandwich shop. I have a shirt that says eat local. I do that because I eat local. I do those things. Like, yes, you can go to a Publix and you can go to a Wawa. They make delicious subs. But the going to these places that are these mom and pop places, I wanted people to know about them because once and if they and they realize that me one being biggie and the fact that I love sandwiches and I look like a guy that eats a lot of sandwiches, they were like, well, if this guy's recommending them, that was the thing. It was like my seal of approval telling people about it. So people would then show up to it. And then guess what? Now these restaurants are getting 20, 24 people showing up to their restaurant on a Monday or a Tuesday. And I'm supporting, they're supporting them. They're paying them money. They're getting to try the food. It was like free advertisement for these restaurants. Um, And the reason I did that. And the reason I even talk about like the idea of the importance of having, you know, when I do get to talk to folks um, I do that just uh, like in presentations and stuff, I do it because I want people to know about these small businesses, but I also think it's very important to like, you know, because we're all small businesses, even I'm like, it's not about, it shouldn't always be about you. It should be about, you know, if you kind of like, I feel like if we all kind of help one another to kind of get to our goal, we can all like rise. Like it doesn't have to be competitive in the sense of, you know, like I, I, I'm friends with multiple t-shirt brands that are not, you know, I don't consider them, you know, like 
they're my, they're my competitor because my brand is very different because if you make a brand or a business that's very niche um, or very specific in a way where you're like, Hey, this is me. Then it's, has, you have no problem putting your arms around the other clothing brands and the other people that are similar to yours, because you know that you're offering something different than them. And it's okay to be that it's okay to be different and it's okay to be able to do those things. So I think that's one of the biggest things that's important is being able to one practice what you preach, but then also being able to actually get that information out there and be able to actually be part of your community because those people then talk about you and you talk about them. And then you're now building, you're building synergy um, in those tribes. Like all these sandwich shops, they all know who I am. Um, and they all are willing to tell people about me because I've now I'm helping them. We're helping each other out. So why wouldn't you want to do that? No, I agree. I was listening to your podcast. You talked about good crowd. I found my way to good crowd because of your podcast and it's supporting local. So you are definitely an advocate for supporting local. What is your suggestions to a brand strategy development? So for me, what I did, and obviously you, I, I look at it two ways. Okay. Obviously there's the budget constraints. Like, like ideally would I love to mail out my stuff in something that looked like a cardboard lunchbox where it was, it'd be amazing to like open and like, wow, it's amazing. Yeah. But I didn't have the budget for it. I mean, I still use the same concept that I used before. And obviously you can, you can have, you can have champagne taste with a beer budget. You're allowed to do that. You just have to figure out what is it, what is it that I can implement and do? So for me, my brain, I sat down and I thought to myself and I asked my friends, they didn't know what the heck I was doing, but I randomly on Facebook would ask questions, random questions like, Hey, what was your favorite message that you would get from your parents? Um, when you packed and they packed you lunch, or what's your favorite thing of when you go to a sandwich shop? Like I would ask random weird questions like that. And I would write them all down because my whole thought process was, well, if I'm going to package my stuff like a sandwich, wouldn't it be fun to do it in a way where it looks like it's a mixture of like your favorite sandwich shop and your favorite and like a, a handwritten note from mom. Cause I always loved when my mom and my dad would write a handwritten note for me and it's a lost thing. So that was one of those things that I said, Oh, I'm going to incorporate that whether I, whether, however I package it. So for me, when I did it, I figured it that I figured out that if I can, you know, I took the time and I started writing down the, some of the elements. What are the elements of what I'm trying to create? What are some fun things that people would do? Like if you are, you know, and it could be a variety of different things. And some of those things are very, not that expensive. You just need to figure out what it is. For me, I figured out that I can still use a brown paper bag and a stamp and, and just stamp my stuff on, like, you know, my logo on everything and use and use like sandwich paper or whatever to wrap my shirts and do all that. So I found a very low cost way of being able to do it, to be able to give that example. And you should be able to figure out a way for your small business. I mean, heck, I don't have a problem. Reach out to me. I'd love to brainstorm with you on whatever your brand is uh, or your business is and figure out a way of how you can market and figure out, but you need to figure out, get to the roots. Think of it have a brainstorming session with your friends and say, Hey, I want to talk about this. I did that many times. I invited some of my friends. We would go to a restaurant and say, Hey, I'll buy you a sandwich. Come sit down with me and let's just brainstorm. I just want to have other perspectives other than mine. My business is this go. And like, and my whole thing was like, I would take something stupid as like you um, you're going to a favorite sandwich shop or you're eating a sandwich. What do you, what are the things that what exudes? What do you think about? And you just literally just start throwing stuff out there. And then you start using some of that. Like, what are things that you would expect to see if you're going to a place like that? 
and then maybe use some of those elements to be able to have it, to be able to incorporate into your brand. And I think that's, that was the big thing for me was I'm, I'm like literally can tell you that if there's one thing that I am most proud of is that my brand is on point. Like my freaking hat has gingham picnic gingham underneath the brim. Um, you know, and like my hand and my, all my notes are written on a deli note from like a cashier deli note. And I hand write on it and I put a napkin, even though I stamp it in, it's a napkin. I put it in the, in my bag. Why? Because these are the things that people want to experience. And that's what you need to figure out what is going to be memorable. Close your eyes and you picture it vision, put the vision in there. And what is it that I want to see when I open it or when I open a box from you or a package from you, it could be, it could be a mailer. It doesn't have to be what I do that. I put it in a box because I want people to, I do that because I'm selfish and I want people to experience the full on pull the bag, like a pack sandwich bag out of a box. But if you, if you're doing clothing, I mean, it's perfectly fine to do it that way. Just think of what you can do, put a fun message on it. I mean, it, it, there's so many different little elements that you want to do, but personalize it, be thoughtful, think about what you would want. If you were a customer, always think that way. It's not about you. It's about the customer. What is it that you would, what would you want as a customer that you would want to see to make it worthwhile and say, damn, that was awesome. I want to support them. I want to tell people about you. I remember going to one of your speaking events and you had handwritten deli notes for all the attendees. It was so thoughtful. I kept it for a while, actually. I don't have it now, but I remember that. I was like, how thoughtful, like every detail was covered. Yeah. And it was recaps of your nose. It was recaps of your message. Yeah. And that's, and that was to me, one of the things that I, I, I find very interesting because people still send me that they still send me like, Hey, I still have your note or I still have your business card because it looks so different. Or I still have this. I still have the brown paper bag that you packages a shirt in because they just, they love it. I mean, it's kind of like, I kind of look at it sometimes like you ever think about like how some people tend to keep their Apple boxes. They still keep the box and all stuff because it's so cool looking like that's kind of what it is like you want it stay it still stays in your head. But for me, I did it because I really want someone to experience it. I mean, I love it when people tell me I love your packaging so much. I don't even want to open the shirt because I I don't want to keep it that way. It means a lot to me because guess what? It, I put a lot of work into that. I'm the one wrapping every one of these shirts and packing every one of these shirts. So to me, it means a lot because it means people appreciate the hard work that I'm putting in at the same time. I do it because of, for me, like I do it for me. I, I do it for them. And I do it for me because I take a lot of pride. I want people to see my product. And if I speak an event, I pretty much always pretty much do that. I try to do like a little brown paper bag with like a little note, maybe put some a pin or something in it just to give someone an experience of, hey, it means a lot to me that you took the time to listen to me or the or and the fact even like a quick handwritten note saying, hey, I really appreciate you ordering for me. You know, thanks for, you know, thanks for shopping. And I hope you like your packs, your pack sandwich. Let me know if your thoughts or, you know, Hey, tell your friends about me. Um, those little things, people realize it and even more. So like people appreciate when I'm, when they buy from me online, if I notice that they're buying like a different, like a different size, or it just doesn't look, I, I don't know. I always have this feeling and I ask them, Hey, is this for someone else? And they'll be like, yeah, it's for my, it's for my dad or it's for my boyfriend. His name is Tim. I go great because I write his name on the bag and I don't want to write your name. I want to write Tim's name because I want him to experience your experience. And I even put it on the note. Hey, Sally thought you would appreciate this Cuban sandwich. Um, you know, hope you like it. Why do I do that? I know I could just make it quick, quick and do it, you know, quick and dirty and just grab a shirt, throw it in the thing and throw it out. But me taking that extra time. Yes. 
large corporate wise, you know, it, is it logistically process driven? Is it going to help you? Probably not. But guess what? I'm willing to take the extra time because I'm a small business. And that's one thing I have an advantage of over the large big box people that buy something from Amazon. When you get something from me, you're actually getting like a full on experience and a package. And I want people to experience that. Just like the Etsy experience. Correct. Correct. Because you're buying from small people and they're the ones shipping it and packing it to you. It's not like you're buying it from the big box. And I think that's super important. And we're becoming very, very much aligned. And a lot of more people are starting to appreciate that and see that now um, and, and want to do that, especially during COVID and everything. They want to be able to support those small businesses. Um, and I think it's great. I mean, that's why I love finding different shops and telling other people about them. Um, just because I just think it's important to be able to help one another. Um, even, you know, especially the small businesses. I mean, the ones that have the brick and mortars, God bless them, man. That's, that's tough. Yeah, it definitely is. Okay. Biggie, finish this sentence, please. Create to connect to. Build a community. In my world, it's build a sandwich community, but I would say build a community. I think that's, I really think that's what it is. I, I think at the end of the day, I think what you, if you create something that's worthwhile and you create something that you're passionate about, um, you, if you can create something like that, I think you, you connect with people that will appreciate your message and what you're trying to do. You build a community. And to me, that's kind of the biggest thing. Like I am a huge advocate obviously for Orlando and the city, but I'm a huge advocate for like sandwiches. And I just kind of love, I love having that interaction and building that community with people talking to me about sandwiches and, Hey, I saw this place. And have you heard of this place? It's in Wyoming or Montana. And I'm like, I'm never going to go there, but I put it on my list or I'm really curious or thank you so much, or, you know, or finding something silly that you find in the news. Um, I think that's kind of the key. I think if you, if you can create, if you can create not only for yourself to fill that void or that inner voice inside of you, but you're creating it to connect with other people, you will build a community. And if you build a community, then you're actually, you can grow that community. And the greatest thing of all is the, the, the gift of word of mouth. I mean, that is the most priceless, like there's not enough money in the world. Like that is just priceless advertising. Um, that's one of the reasons why for my, my birthday, people ask me what I want. I literally just stopped. I stopped. I stopped assuming people knew because that's the thing. That's the other thing. People don't know. Um, unfortunately, people don't know sometimes like you have to you have to do the call to action uh, and they don't know. And so for me, I literally made my own video where I basically told people like for my birthday this past year, I told them, I said, I want four things. I was like, and here are the four things. And the four, funny thing is the four things weren't even all for me. One of them was like, I wanted people just to tell people about my business or buy and shop. I also then told people, I said, I want you to do, I think it was three things. And then the other thing was, I was like, I want something for you. I want you to take the time to actually do something um, for yourself. Um, think of like, grab, be gracious, be those things. And then the third thing I told people was like, go and actually do something for someone else. Because I think if you can do those things and take the time to do those things, I think you really do create um, that synergy and that thing. And, and then it just kind of karma, man. It just kind of builds and you just kind of, and it, and it just feels good. You know, it just feels good because it'll come back to you. I know we all kind of have those moments where it's rough and we're thinking opposite or we think like, man, this is crappy. And do I really know what the hell I'm doing? But it comes back. It just comes back. You just got to be able to either A, say it out loud and two, be ready to listen because sometimes we don't. Very true. And I saw that post. I know I recognize it when you just mentioned it. Yep. 
Okay, so before we end, I'm going to take a cue from your podcast, Lunch yeah. with Biggie. Do you have a question for me? Yeah, what? So you've been doing this for a long time. You've been doing, like, I've known, like, at least seven years. I know it's been a journey. What would you tell the younger version of you that you've learned along the journey? Because you're still doing it. Like, at the end of the day, no one can take away that you're still doing it. So my question is, what? What have you learned along the way and what would you tell yourself? So knowing what you've now experienced and done and you're still continuing to do. Be more patient with yourself. When I started out, I was super intense. I feel I was way more intense than I needed to be holding myself to. I When I first started out, now that I look back, you know, the quote, don't compare your chapters to other people. Don't compare your chapter six yep. to someone 20. I think I was doing that, like real transparency. I didn't realize that's what I was doing. But in hindsight, it was like, well, oh my goodness, they're doing this. I need to figure out how to do this. They're doing that. And it's like, okay, well, Michelle, they've been at this for a while. So what crawl before you walk, ma'am, crawl before you walk. So I feel like I would just embrace, I would enjoy the journey more. I'm enjoying it now more than I did when I started. And that's what led me to burnout. That's what led me to taking time away for almost like literally a year and a half um, because I burnt myself out, holding myself to this high standard, um, which was fine. There's nothing wrong, but I burnt myself out in the process. And I don't think that was in my favor, but what it did cause me to do is find the stuff that I enjoy the most. So out of everything I've done, the podcast, I enjoy the podcast. So I found a way to produce the podcast podcast that's in sync with me being a nine to fiver. So for me, weekly episodes, that's not it. Seasons are my thing. That's what works. I batch it. I enjoy it. I'm excited about it and I love it. So I would say one, be patient with yourself. You might not realize you're comparing, but you might be comparing if you're like get frustrated or something. Why are you frustrated? Like find out the root cause of your frustrations. And I would also say what you said earlier, um, progress is better than perfection. Just get it out there. And then that's a part of your journey. That's a part of what you were saying earlier, like celebrate the wins and things of that nature. It gives you something to celebrate. Oh my goodness. Look at your growth. Like This will happen. And then I think also what I would tell myself is definitely the help will come. The more you work on yourself, the more you work on your brand, the more people see that you're excited about what you're doing and you're passionate about what you're doing and you're making the investment, your time, your resources, the help you need will come. People will refer people, people will show up. And I think, you know, that's something that I to take it back to you, what I really enjoy about you and watching your growth is that you genuinely have a community. Like I've seen the people um, share how being, they, they found a friend. Now I remember I was at Florida BlogCon and a couple of people like I was new to the area. I saw his, um, you know, his post. I went and I needed a friend and now they're like best friends because they met someone at your meetup. Like you help make someone's life better all from you being, all from you answering the call to being creative, right? You miss creativity in your life. 
you had this idea, you dug deeper, you figured it out, right? And not only is it helping you be creative and do all these other amazing things, you're helping change lives yeah. for the better. That's huge. I agree. It's 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 amazing. And and I love the I love what you've you've learned. And it's weird because sometimes you need to hear it, right? Sometimes you need to hear it say it out loud because we tend to forget. And so I, I totally agree. And I, and I think they're great, great things to, to, to live by, especially to kind of go and figure it out, like figure out what it is, what makes you, what makes you happy and what works for you. Because like you said, you did weekly versus doing batch, you know, seasons. Like, like, I mean, it's kind of interesting because that's kind of how it is now, how we live, right? We live in a world where, you know, people either watch the weekly show, like uh, on a streaming, they release it weekly, or all of a sudden we just binge. And we binge and we go and we just straight Netflix binge it. Um, so it's kind of interesting how how people, different people enjoy things differently. Um, and you just got to figure out what works for you to, to kind of makes it easiest for you. So, yeah, it's it's amazing. I, I really do appreciate you having me on. I, I love uh, I love this conversation and being able to reconnect with you and uh, and, you know, and, and hopefully helping other people along the way. Well, definitely. I have another question. Have yeah, you yeah. wowed yourself yet? Have you had that wow moment where you're like, I did that um, because of Deli Fresh Threads? So for Deli Fresh Threads, I think my wow moment, my wow moment is definitely, um, I think my wow moment for me is like the celebrity, the celebrity people that have worn my stuff, like that actually, like that actually know who I am, like that are food people. So that's like people that I, I, I appreciate and know. Um, my so to me that's my wow one where it's like i'm like having like where i see people wearing my stuff and they wear it and they love it and they like interact with me about it um so that means a lot to me when they do um so that's kind of where my wow is where i'm like oh i i, I think i'm getting somewhere because these people tend to appreciate and acknowledge it so um yeah that to me i think is probably my wow like um my biggest wow that i've had is probably um there's a comedian by the name of jim gaffigan and uh, and I'm a big fan of him because he talks a lot about food. He does like a lot of dad. He's kind of like he's a dad and he does a lot of jokes and dad joke stuff. Um, but the thing was, I got to meet him on a cruise ship. He was doing a show and I somehow interacted with his wife. He actually picked out what he wanted. I packed. I said I wanted to pack him in a sandwich. Um, he appreciated that. And then when I saw him on the cruise, um, he had like a VIP thing. He put me on his VIP list with my friends. But then when he saw me, the first thing out of his mouth, he's like, you're the deli guy. And that to me was a wow, because that and my friends took pictures of the, the call sheet because he had like a VIP list and it just said friends of Jim. And so like that was one of those moments where I was like, to me was a wow, because he knows who I am. And like, you know, and it's it's amazing to see those things when you find the, see those things. But, you know. And the, in the other scale of it is just the fact that people actually, you know, appreciate what I actually do. Cause to me, that's special, man. I'm, that, that to me is like, I did a, I, when I, when people are like, man, I really love what you did, or I love this. Like that gives me like, that gives me purpose. Like, I feel like, like, man, I'm like, it's all that work and everything. Right. Like that's, that's kind of like the, the thing. So to me, all, all those comments, the comments of like, you know, like even doing my podcast now, when I started doing my podcast lunch with Biggie, the fact that someone said to me, he's like, Hey, you inspire me every time I listen to your episode, your show. Like to me, that means a lot because I don't know. I mean, we live in a world where there's certain things we don't have interaction in and in a podcast, like in, in our world, you know, you definitely don't know what, you know, 
you know some you know by some analytics people are listening or watching or or whatnot or interacting but you don't really really know like how many people actually listen to the whole thing or how many people did it actually get that message so when you get things like that you're like oh you listen to it i really appreciate it man that's that means a lot to me because it took me a lot of time to put i put a lot of time into it between interviewing and researching and actually producing it and then putting it up there and doing all those things that took a lot of time and so it, mean, it means a lot that you took that time to to even listen or even find out who the heck the person I'm talking to is, you know, it means a lot. So yeah, I, I think that to me is like a constant. Wow. Now is that is like anything from people buying from me. Like I I'm willing to take the little mini wows instead of just the big wows. So, you know, I'd rather have a bunch of whole bunch of little mini wows than, uh, than one big one. I'm with you. I thank you. Thank you so much for being a guest. Will you please share with the listeners how they can get in touch with you, how they can support you? Sure. Um, uh, my brand is called Deli Fresh Threads. Um, you can if you put it on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Deli Fresh Threads will show up. It'll be my little big, my little my little mascot. Um, that's me as bread. So I'm Biggie. He's Biggie Bread, um, which you'll see there. Um, you can also listen to if you're curious and you want to listen to another podcast, um, listen to my podcast called Lunch with Biggie. The idea of it is, is basically it's me talking with small business and creatives, just talking about their story and hopefully inspiring you. And, uh, and yeah, just, you know, anywhere, if you see a sandwich, I don't care if you take a sandwich selfie and send it to me. I, I want to see that. Like, I want to see your, I want my, I want you in my sandwich community. So by all means, if you something sandwich or you see a funny thing, my favorite, the most popular thing I get sent is the sandwich police um, meme, um, because there's a, there's a town in, in Massachusetts called sandwich. And I get a lot of those people sending me people like, did you see this sandwich police? I was like, yeah, ironically, I had someone who just went to sandwich Massachusetts and literally told me he ate a sandwich in sandwich Massachusetts, which is like one of my goals that in sandwich, Illinois, uh, to eat sandwiches in those cities. Um, and so he's like, Oh, I just ate a sandwich sandwich mass. I thought of you. Like that means a lot to me. You know, I want to see those things. I'm like, send me pictures. So I got to see stuff like that. So yeah, that's how you can follow me. But um, thank you so much. Thank you. You can find me, Michelle Beatty, at careertipper.com or skillsrecharge.com. Please listen and subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform. If you enjoyed this episode or any other episode, please feel free to share with fellow goal getters and leave a five-star review on iTunes. Thanks so much for joining us today.